This is a humble man recording. Scano, Sego, Ani, you're listening to the Red Road Podcast with Courtney Skye and Hayden King. Gray day on the Red Road, Courtney. Yep. Morning, Hayden. But not a lot of traffic. No. It's there almost... is no traffic on the tail end of rush hour on a Thursday morning. This is sort of abnormal. This is strange. Yeah, this is. We also left earlier than we normally leave. It's never been this clear. Yeah, what's going on? Almost as if a huge segment of the population is somehow being affected by something. <laughs> a huge segment of the population is deciding to distance themselves socially. From socially from distancing from each other. Yeah. And we're stuck in a car together. Luckily, uh, two scones in a Tucson. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no passengers with us. No, no viral uh, vaccine. Oops. Vaccine driver. Yeah. Vaccine viruses. Passengers. Passengers. Hopefully not. Anyway. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We could both be infected. We could. If one of us is, it's definitely how. We're going to pass it on to one another. I hope not. Uh, you were in London yesterday. Yeah, are there cases in London? Uh, I think so. Well, we're definitely going to Toronto, and there's cases there. There's many there, cases so. in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, there's no cases at Six Nations, right? Nope. But... I am being treated like I am patient zero, though, by the reds. <laughs> They're very much like, you travel too much. You don't uh, use the hand sanitizer. Right, right, right. They're going to have a... The blockade's going to move to the entrances to the res. Mm-hmm. I hope so, frankly. But I will say, out of all of this, is that we already burned the best podcast name for a, an apocalypse episode in, like, season one. Uh, we did. <laughs> we wrote... We, we uh, yes, we yeah. had a, a podcast. I guess that podcast was on what we do, what we're doing to prepare for the apocalypse. Yes. I mean... Uh, it's it has it has crossed my mind to uh, you know do some stockpiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got some some wild meat in the freezer, but I don't know. Uh, should I go out and get some dried foods? I don't know because so here yeah that's the thing right because like out of all the different types of apocalypses that could happen and are happening i mean i was really for sure okay well hold on a second this is not an apocalypse this is not an apocalyptic scenario it is it is there are like many ways to talk about the end of the world happening and my money was always on climate disaster i thought that was the obvious one but suddenly here we are 2020 pandemic has surged into the lead of the possible reasons for apocalypse happening yeah i mean okay so, obviously, this podcast we're talking about the coronavirus and the disease that results from the coronavirus, COVID nineteen. Uh, and I'm sure you have read a, about this as much as I have. Uh, the it, you know, I mean, it's 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 a low percentage of people that actually get very sick and potentially die from the coronavirus. Not to say it's not harmful and yeah. people aren't going to die. A lot of people may. But apocalyptic? Yeah, because I think, especially for, like, I think of my community and the people that I'm connected to, I think about who our fluent speakers are, who our superior level speakers are, 
they're all the people who are at most risk of dying from the disease and I think that for especially like for me as like a Cuban language learner and like speaker that if we lost everyone that speaks Cuga over the age of 60 that's a, a the apocalypse is that right? That is apocalyptic. We only have 31 people that speak the language at a superior level. Most of them are over 70 years of age. And this is potentially... Like, there's a huge risk. Our community is incredibly vulnerable. All right. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant to, to use the A word in this, in this context, but that's a fair yeah. argument. Yes. Uh, so I think it just makes it more, like, important for us to take seriously a lot of the warnings and a lot of the like things that people should be doing to limit themselves from disease exposure um but also there's the pressures of like having to get this podcast out so we're on our way to toronto <laughs> do you think you know since there were basically many of our communities have this uh apartheid relationship with canada there's sort of already a social distancing going on yeah that's true uh i am genuinely curious how the res capital R is is gonna gonna fare in all of this yeah and I think it because now you're right I don't want to cut you off sorry to cut you off but I did want to clarify that Mm -hmm. in no way am I taking this lightly like I think that you 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 read social media and you hear all the people that are saying oh this is you know not a big deal everyone's gonna get infected it's clear that they don't have relationships with elders uh, it's clear that they don't have a lot of, uh, or don't care about um, older people in their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's telling, I think. Yeah. But but nonetheless, but no, I just wanted to put that out there. Anyway, back to our conversation yeah. around how the res is going to fare. Yeah, and I think people also don't realize like just how many folks have like complex health issues, which is also true for many Indigenous people, right? Like our communities have um, people who have chronic diseases. And I think about this a lot that like our community, I think our community has like a greater sense of the idea that like no one is disposable or just how, because there's so few of us, you have a greater sense of like what loss feels like when you're losing like one or two people. Like our community lost two young people last week and it's been really devastating to like have this accident happen and lose like two 18 year olds. And it's really hard for our communities to recover and to cope with grief in the midst of like all of these greater systemic kind of like things that are happening that cause grief and loss. So I think I think that part of the problem is like, yes, the res or most reses are like not necessarily close to like major urban centers, the ones who are probably be a little bit better about getting access to public health supports um but i also think that there's massive overcrowding in communities where people will not be able to um self-isolate from their immediate family there are like households that are multi-generational and there's a lot of grandparents and great-grandparents who are raising their kids in the child welfare sector so there's a lot of like caregivers and potentially a lot of children who will be left without like really critical supports Mm -hmm. if communities are really impacted yeah i've heard about some of these concerns um anishinaabe asking nation uh grand grand chief or regional chief what is the nan chief is it a grand or regional 
Uh, talked a little bit about that, overcrowding in homes. Uh, you don't have clean water to wash your hands with. You know, how are you supposed to prevent the spread of disease? Uh, the grandparent issue, you're totally right. A lot of native kids and, you know, non-native kids, but often uh, from communities that have been marginalized, uh, have grandparents in their lives that are raising them. Like all that, that could all be devastating. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, it's interesting that talking about NAN communities, it may have been a mining conference that is uh, responsible for spreading coronavirus in the Matawa region. Because, um, you know, so yeah, somebody at the, the Prospectors and Developers Association of Canada uh, tested positive for the coronavirus and there were 20,000, 25,000 other people there. A lot of First Nations individuals there that are involved in the mining industry or thinking about and getting involved in the mining industry who may have also been exposed and potentially taken the virus back to their communities. Like, there's some interesting historical parallels there. Mm -hmm. You know, that, the, that when we're talking about tuberculosis or we're talking about um, um, some of the viruses, bacteria, the diseases that we dealt with after the onset of colonization, a lot of those were brought by prospectors and uh, miners and uh, whalers and timber harvesting. You know these 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 men after uh, resources in our territory. So it's an interesting parallel. Not to say that anything has happened, but that's one avenue through which communities could be affected by this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like building those kinds of relationships, right? They have these like business relationships. There's people traveling more and more out of communities. This is like a really critical time for, well, I guess like I would be more concerned if like the ice roads were still open, you know what I mean? And there was like, this was a time when people were doing a lot of their like heavy travel and a lot of their stocking up. But like, since it's the spring, I think a lot of folks in the North have already finished that kind of process for themselves as like the thaw is happening, but yeah. yeah, I mean, my, I live on an island. I mean, or I don't live on an island. I come from an island, a community. My community's an island, so, you know, I'm curious about what the leadership will do. If they'll say, you know, we're going to limit ferry, uh, we're going to limit ferry trips. Uh, um, but, you know, once one person does have it on us in a small community, it's going to spread really quickly. And then what's the public health response going to be? Yeah. You know, is it going to be... I think a lot of people are probably thinking about H1N1 and, you know, federal officials, conservative government at the time, were just like, you know, here are your body bags and hand sanitizers, deal with it. Obviously, it's going to be a different response, but to be, to be completely honest, in all the discussions around the coronavirus, I have never, I haven't heard Patty Haidu, I haven't heard Christina Freeland, I haven't heard uh, Christine Elliott, I haven't heard any of these uh, political leaders talk about First Nations at all. Yeah. Not once. Yeah. And like Leah Gazan pointed this out on social media and I don't know whether she brought it up at the house but they've established their like little group of like ministers who are responsible for informing the response, the federal response to COVID-19 and uh, Seamus or, or who's it? Mark Miller is not at the table. He's not one of the people indigenous that's involved. Yeah, he's the Indigenous Services Minister. I mean, you'd think Dominic LeBlanc would be there at least mm -hmm. to, to deal with northern issues. Yeah. 
So, like, there, he might be, I don't know who's there, but I noticed that, like, Mark Miller was, like, notably absent from, like, the press conference, and people are saying, like, you know, this is a federal responsibility, like, this is, indigenous health, First Nations health, is wholly within the responsibility of the federal government, for the most part. Yeah. For on reserve, yeah, anyway. For on reserve people. Um, and, like, that's, it's really frustrating, because it's, like, our services are overwhelmed you know our emergency response plans are you know ish yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know they're 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 ish they're probably not been tested or implemented in in a way that's like um you know communities have real understanding of i feel like i don't know what our community plan is in a disaster like it's not been communicated not very aware of it but i mean yeah. My personal plan is to just die, so. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of uh, uh, millennial nihilism. Oh, this is peak millennial nihilism. Millennials <laughs> have been right waiting for this. Millennials have been. Finally. Finally. Some, that's why you're using oh, the apocalyptic language. There was like one tweet where it's like, self-isolation seems so great. I can finally catch up on my reading, writing, and then hopefully at the end of it all, die. <laughs> like... I mean, wow. like, I'm not, like, depressed in the sense that I'm wishing for death, but I'm certainly not, like, wishing for life. <laughs> like, well... Gallows humor at all, per se. Yeah. Gallows humor, huh? Gallows humor. All right. Um, but I think that, like... I'm not wishing for life. Come on. That's just... <laughs> I mean, you know, that's... uh, got to take a coronavirus to put things into perspective, I, I guess. know. I mean, and is that a response that people are, are generally yes. having? Like... I don't care. I'm going to get the virus anyway, and maybe I'll die. So I'm just going to continue on with my life. You know, forget about social distancing. It's the reaction I'm having. It was like me this morning or last night. I tweeted out like, it's time to um, tell everyone about your crushes. Time to confess your crushes, everyone. This is where we're at now. It's interesting. I mean, still thinking about the, you know, leadership side of this quote-unquote leadership Mm -hmm. side of this like we have little nhl in mississauga is supposed to happen next week Mm -hmm. where dozens of communities are going to come together bring youth their families Mm -hmm. elders presumably uh no one's talking about canceling that right now a lot of you oh well nan is talking about canceling it nan's talking about the only ones that are showing leadership here and yeah the Nishnabek Nation is talking about canceling? Nation. Is that right? They issued a press release yesterday calling for the cancellation. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I mean, who organizes it? Is I it don't know. Nipissing First Nation? Um, it rotates, right? Yeah, yeah. They every always community, post but it's it. This, yeah. But Nipissing, I think, is this year. I don't know. Uh, but who, you know, who makes that decision, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, right? But I it's think... kind of blase. It's kind of just like, well, mm-hmm. hmm, I, 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 you know, it's an in- interesting range of reactions to this yeah. in, the, in the indigenous community. Yeah, Gathering of Nations is canceled. Gathering of Nations is canceled. Yeah. Well, canceled. the NASA conference apparently is still on. You know, on the last week, the the um, NASA council issued a, a statement saying, you know, there are a lot of rumors going along, going around, but we're still, you know, we're still pushing ahead but I, I cannot imagine that conference proceeding at mm-hmm. this point no. uh, yeah. I think it's you know I don't think I don't think everything so. is getting everything's the pre-conference down. shut down Canada canceled. for real yeah yeah NASA we is we couldn't do it via blockades <laughs> yeah the pre-conference for NASA the coronavirus the pre-conference was cancelled um, which is great because I really was like mm, 
do I want to go? But you're and losing work. I'm losing a ton of work. I'm losing so much work right now. I'm going to be destitute pretty soon. No, I'm not going to be destitute. I'm like just, I'm losing a lot of work. I'm losing um, paying work. So that is not fun. But at the same time, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not doing things. So I'm not spending money. Right. That's so, bad. okay. So let's take stock here because, mm -hmm. because this morning's commute is so rapid on the red road because there's no other mm -hmm. cars here. Yeah. There's a few cars. We're starting to get into the city and it's getting a little, a little mm -hmm. tight now, but, uh, we're mm -hmm. not going to be able to record a full podcast this, uh, this morning. So we will pick up the conversation this afternoon on our, on our ride back, but it would be an interesting experiment, I think, to chronicle the state of things right now versus the state of things this afternoon on our podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, on ride back because it, it seems like things are changing so quickly mm -hmm. um, as of right now what's been cancelled um, the NBA season has been cancelled it's been suspended yep yeah, the rest of the NBA session has been suspended. The travel between the U.S. and Europe has been, been canceled for right, thirty days. Right, right. That's a that's a big one. Yeah, but only in particular countries, right? Like only particular France, countries. France, not Italy, the UK. Right. Um, the NCAA has said. Yeah. Did they say no fans are coming, or did they cancel the no whole idea. tournament? Did you see? There was a video of like one of the coaches of the NCAA basketball, like sitting on the sidelines, just dying he looked like he was so sick and like his assistant coach was sitting next to him just like rubbing hand sanitizer on his hands and it's like that is not gonna work <laughs> it's too late uh, uh tom hanks has tom uh, hanks yeah has he's in australia up. um the ho hockey mm -hmm. the hockey, leaves yeah. are playing predators tonight and uh the predators are my son's favorite team if they can't if they can't play he's, he's gonna be crushed yeah. Oh, yeah. There was like um, many videos of children crying in the stands uh, when the um, basketball game was canceled. But man, out. I heard somebody on the radio. Maybe there was a millennial because they're like, <laughs> "Sport is the only thing I have. Don't take this away from me. We need it more than ever right now." It's true. We do need entertainment more than ever now. So thankfully, this podcast is here. Uh, so the NHL. Maybe by the time we record the afternoon podcast, the NHL will have announced that mm -hmm. that they've suspended the season. Give it. Give. Give a chance for the Leafs to regroup. Yeah, well, because there's so many venues that are shared between the thing between the um, NA, NBA and NHL. True. Also, true. the Raptors. Um, They're on lockdown, played, right? They are. day quarantine. Yeah, the Raptors are on quarantine. Uh, there's a Garden Show in Toronto. It's apparently still going on. The NASA conference is still going on. Uh, but no, I think a couple of colleges have closed down. I think Laurentian. Mm -hmm has suspended classes and Trinity College has suspended classes um, mm -hmm. other than that I don't know was there anything else any other, other, any other big so. stuff Not like nothing like notable no no um, alright well mm -hmm. we'll see uh, we'll, 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 we'll come back this afternoon with an update on, on where we're at with Corona sound good Yep, sounds good. Sounds terrifying. See if we both make it back for the afternoon commute. Okay, we're back. We're back. <laughs> you sound so cheery. 
is it cheery or is it panic? It's wild out there, man. It is wild. So I, you know, we we did this little podcast experiment. Like, let's record half of our podcast in the morning and half in the afternoon and compare notes and see what's changed since then and now. Like, I did not expect shit to change as much as it has. It has, shit has hit the fan yet again. Wow. Um, yeah. I, okay. So... Part of the other reason that we decided to shut our podcast off early was because we were running out of batteries. So get in the podcast car, drive down the road, like, okay, we gotta find some batteries. All right, let's stop into the Shopper's Drug Mart here. Okay, all right. Courtney drops me off, I pop into the Shopper's Drug Mart. First thing I immediately notice is like, there's way too many people in the Shopper's Drug Mart right now, like packed. <clears throat> so I say to myself, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hungry, maybe I'll grab a snack. So I grab a snack. I grab myself a, a coconut water and I just can't help but notice all these people with like six bags. There's one guy next to me. It's a cliche, but people are literally hoarding toilet paper and paper towels. I, I mean, I, I, so anyway, I'm observing all of this. I check out. I'm like, Courtney, where are you waiting for waiting to get, get a lift, get in the car. And I've forgotten the batteries. But we had snacks. I'm just, I, I so, uh, like. You had your first foray Bewildered into and blown over by yeah. the, the, the collective panic that yeah. is seeping into. That was like your, like, was that your first, like, shopping during the apocalypse? Experience? Uh, experience? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, it was like... It's not the apocalypse, by the way, but... It's definitely the apocalypse. I talked to Yumi today. She agreed with me. In front of the podcast, Yumi. Also, she, I didn't even bring it up. I did not say apocalypse. She brought it up, and I was like, thank you for independently verifying second millennial. Why are people hoarding... People are People are definitely thinking that it's the apocalypse. Yeah. People just don't want to go out. Yeah. yeah they want to... They want to... I don't know. Need toilet paper, I guess. I guess so. <clears throat> like, and... too good for leaves and corn husk. Like, yeah, much. Uh, and other stuff. Like, the, the other guy beside me in line just had, like, eight bags of potato chips. Yeah. It's like, that makes more sense to me. I, 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 I know. This is why I went to Whole Foods today. Because, like, if I'm going to be You're stockpiling. I'm, like, mildly stockpiling. Whoa, I just I... looked in your back seat. You've got I some have, stuff back one there. One of those bags is for you. Oh, the top thank you. that bag right Thanks there for is for you. For yeah, that Thanks. one's for you. It's just coconut water popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> when you like walked out of the shower door and had like a coconut water, I was like, I have two of those in the car for him. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like, uh, like I went to like, so usually like when I come to Toronto, I like meet up with people, whatever. Um, couldn't meet up with someone because they were exposed to the coronavirus. So had to like cancel my plans today already. And so I like spent some extra time like at Whole Foods and then was like, had to go do some other errands and was just like, oh my God, like this is actually it. And so then I was like, I don't really have a plan. Like I knew I needed to like get stuff for my cat, but I was uh, like, what do I want in the apocalypse? And I settled on like cookies <laughs> and some bagel chips. You know, I've been feeling really good about my diet lately. Yeah. I'm feeling good about it. I've been eating healthy. Mm -hmm. And that's just all. I'm just 
what do I want? I just want I just want chips. Yep. I'm just gonna eat all the chips. Mm-hmm. Yep, potato oh, chips. Man. Some um This is not what I expected. This isn't how you expect the apocalypse to go? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I mean if this is the apocalypse, why don't why am I not you know, why am I thinking about eating chips? Because time is a flat circle. <laughs> time is an illusion. And so you know yeah. I, I guess this is also dramatic because we got in the car this morning. We talked about the NBA suspending the season, but since then, oh, should we do the list of things? The NHL has suspended its season. The Na- National Baseball League has delayed its season. The what's the acronym for the soccer league? Oh, I don't know. The soccer league has suspended its season. Uh, the National Lacrosse League has suspended uh, their season. Oh, NCAA March Madness is canceled. Um, what else is coming today? Well, uh, I was Jimmy in a Singh meeting. Is in quarantine. The prime minister yeah. and his wife are self-isolating. Yeah. Uh, I was in a meeting. I was in an, actually a job interview, and the candidate in the job Yumi was with me actually. And the candidate was like, yeah, they just closed down the schools. Mm-hmm. What do you mean they closed down the schools? The province of Ontario has extended the March break by two weeks. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow is the last day of school for public schools, primary and, uh, primary, elementary, high schools. Um, but Which means is... that universities have to be very close behind and libraries. Yeah. And what about government offices? So I don't think the public schools closing on... In Ontario means that on reserve schools are canceled. No, federal schools. That's uh, yeah, so you guys are Six Nation schools. Yeah, I mean, if I were a parent, I might be like, eh. Oh, today Six Nation schools were like, we had a school trip planned for tomorrow. We're still doing it. Like, our <laughs> kids are going on a school trip tomorrow. Well, you know what's funny is uh, FNTI, the First Nations Technical Institute, which I teach for, they published a, a statement via Twitter today. It's like, class is going up. Business as usual. It's like, ah, I don't know. You want to think, rethink that. Another thing that's canceled, we were talking about this in the first half of our podcast this morning, was about the little NHL mm-hmm. and why that hasn't been canceled. Well, a couple hours later, and it is now canceled, which I yeah. think is a responsible thing to do. Mm-hmm. But, uh... What else has happened in the mere hours I, since we last recorded? I mean, you, I just look at my timeline on social media and it's just like postponed, postponed, canceled, yeah. canceled, suspended, suspended. Yeah. A lot of um, work and meetings that I was supposed to attend. I got some emails today too. Those are canceled or uh, postponed. Do you feel that this is a rational or, uh, you know, there's a hundred cases in Canada. There's one death. Uh, it uh, Every day there's more and more cases. Is this, is this, do you think that people are acting in reasonable ways? I mean... Like, on the one hand, you have this yeah. seemingly responsible public health response, like, shut down everything, social... social What is it? Socially isolate, quarantine yeah. yourselves. And then on the other hand, you have people running to Shoppers Drug Mart and buying four bags of toilet paper. And 17 bags of chips. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think that, like, limiting people's, like time outside and and the you know gatherings and all that kind of stuff like I think that is probably smart and I think that kind of like you know I think for a long time like people didn't stop doing what they were doing when they were sick 
And I think about like, you know, a couple weeks ago, I went to class and someone came to my class and just had like a fucking box of tissues and was snotting all over the place. And we had to do group work in class. And I told the teacher, I was like, I'm not being in a group with this person who's sick. I'm leaving. Like if there, if people like I have asthma and I get like, if I get sick, I get very severely sick and it's very difficult for me. And oftentimes too, like I'm the only one in my family that will get sick. Like I'll have a cold and my parents or like my brothers will never catch it because I just have like this weakened immune system. And so it's difficult when you like get a little cold and it suddenly transforms into like a lung infection. And so like people never, I always have wished that if people were like feeling sick or sickly, they would stay home like this. And maybe my prayers have been answered. <laughs> because I think it's serious, right? People, like a lot of people who expect to like recover and that kind of thing, um, probably shouldn't be outside. But at the same yeah. time too, like we're at a point where like, there's like clearly economic impacts from this. And all of these things, all these interventions that happen, you know, people's work being cut back, you know, the lack of travel, the lack of tourism, all those things, those need to be supplemented in some way. And people need to have some sort of like support extended to them from the state, whether it's like suspension of like people's rent. And there, I saw a call for a rent right. strike yeah. today or like a general strike mm -hmm. to be like, we need to. How are you really, supposed to work? Yeah, how are you supposed how to pay your rent if you, if you yeah. have a particular job? I mean, I've got a cushy job where university is mm -hmm. going to pay my salary whether I'm at, at, at work or not thousands of people can work remotely but you're yeah. right there's a ton of people in precarious situations that have got to pay their rent and have got to buy food mm -hmm. and uh, and now this, take care of their kids and they don't have daycare it's so and there are all these assholes at Chopper's Drug Mart hoarding all the shit you know how are they supposed to how is anybody how are we mm -hmm. supposed to make sure that everyone is adequately taken care of I mean you're mm -hmm. totally right so I think that like we're at a point of like, you know, how do you respond? And I think that like, at least with this kind of apocalypse, you know, technology and like is still there. Like people can still use phones and like social media to connect and like maintain relationships and like check in with one another and make sure people are feeling okay and like sharing what they can. Um, I generously receive like people sending me money via PayPal. That's made. You like, did. You bought time. me a bag of stuff. I did. Yeah. So someone sent me money from PayPal. They like. So someone sent me a hundred bucks, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna get stuff for the apocalypse, whatever. Get some food. Get whatever. But like, I got that, and I got stuff for you and your kids. I'm gonna leave you some mango slices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my son is gonna be upset because yes. the Leafs were supposed to play the Predators tonight. And uh, my son is a five-year-old hockey fanatic, uh, and the Predators are his favorite team. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be because uh, their logo's a cat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if we've talked on this podca podcast about my son's affinity for cats, but uh, exactly, cat with big teeth. He's so like, he's going to be choked up. Yeah, there. He's also the second like little native boy that I know who loves cats. And I just think that's so pure and so lovely. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I don't know where you want to go from here in this yeah. conversation. Uh, it so, has felt a little yeah. overwhelming. It's felt a little bit overwhelming. Like every, like, you know, there's fewer people on there. Again, we have an easy commute back. 
There's yeah. definitely fewer people in my office, fewer mm -hmm. people around, fewer students. Yeah. Um, Lots of folks working from home. Mm -hmm. Lots of folks talking about like what it means for them to work from home. Um, Lots of group chats just going off the chain. Yeah. Our group chat is just like a one horrible realization after another. And just like, it's what a bunch of people who are like news and social media obsessed and just back and forth being like, okay, here's the next terrible thing that's happened. I can't believe our one friend who like doesn't live in the province knew schools were closed in Ontario before we did. Yeah. <laughs> that I think was very funny. But I think that there's a lot of opportunities here. I, I don't know, maybe opportunities in the right word, but there's like a choice to be made, right? And there's like a kind of approach to be made. And I didn't talk about this this morning, but for my class, one of my classes, we actually went to the Haudenosaunee Confederacy Council meeting um, this past weekend. So the traditional council um, and the traditional chiefs for the Haudenosaunee Confederacy that are at Six Nations and like the nations that are in Canada and some of the ones that are close in the States, they have monthly meetings at Six Nations. And so we are able to go and like sit in and um, listen to them. And they actually received an update from public health to the Confederacy about the potential risks. And they talked a little bit about, you know, the ceremonial considerations of this disease and what kind of things that happens. And they talked about how they've, from a ceremonial perspective, how they've coped with other, you know, pandemics in the past, H1N1 and SARS, that kind of thing. And so one of the things was like, that was really, I guess, impactful for me was like someone who I know and respect to be like a very strong traditional leader was essentially just like, you know, the only choice that we have is the, and the only route forward for us is to lean in our traditional medicines, is to, you know, dig further and think more seriously about what does it mean to be Haudenosaunee? What does it mean to have, you know, what do our, how will our ceremonies guide us through this? You know, and looking to those things and relying on them. And so that to me was very much like, okay, this is like, you know, this is what my grandmother wanted for us to know how to survive and cope with these kinds of things. So I've been trying to like reflect on that hmm. and trying to like use that as like a catalyst instead of my like millennial nihilist <laughs> um, well, waiting for death to come. Right. Well, that's definitely more hopeful than you were this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, my I didn't even find CBD today. <sighs> Just smudge. Um, our band administrator in my community sent an email to everybody, an announcement. He actually called the coronavirus and the contagion. So you know, maybe maybe different yeah. sort of language there. Maybe not the maybe not the wisest language, but uh, so we're all reacting different ways. But you're, maybe you're right about opportunity. I think that there there's an there's a interesting discourse happening right now around. Wow, we can you know, come up with a billion dollars for a, for a support package for Canadians right now uh, with little effort or the conversation that we referenced earlier around support for people that um, may not be able to pay the bills when dealing with this or, um, you know, the consequences for uh, uh, addressing climate crisis 
the, 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 the reduction in trade, the reduction in transportation, the reduction in emissions. Uh, yeah. that, that's, that has all happened rapidly. Like all, all of these transformations are conversations of transformations um, could actually be a turning point in, in, and people being forced to realize, oh, we could do this for say the climate or we could do this say for uh, indigenous healthcare. Um, so maybe you're right. Uh, you're, you're driving very close to this. Let, let's try not to die, you know, this on the road before coronavirus be gets us. They're not even going the speed limit in the passing lane. Like, come on. Some tailgating happening right now. I do that a lot. But this is like one you of do. the first time you've ever commented on I don't want to, you know, but you, I, I, you, you tailgate. I appreciate that you rarely comment on my driving. Um, and that you rarely comment on my taste in music, which is terrible. <laughs> it's awful. I have the worst taste in music, and Hayden is always very generous about like not making any comments about my taste in music. I think I'm really um, good at just yeah. tuning it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've listened, there was like one time though, I think I put on like a very short playlist, and we listened to the same playlist like three times in like 45 minutes, and you were like, can we change this? Oh, God. What's this is the third time I've heard this song. What's on your what's on your end of the world playlist? Um, my end of the world playlist is definitely like Kesha. Kesha. Kesha, and I definitely listen to like a tribe called Red, and um, the, like just like top forty songs that are just like you know not a lot of swearing in them and not a lot of, like um huh. yeah just very mellow. I think that what, um, yeah, I think that what will be the thing that, like, gets us through is that, like, frankly, we're at a point in the year where, like, it's springtime, there's a lot of stuff to do, there's a lot of, like, back on the land kind of, like, opportunities now, um, that's, like, worth, worth doing, worth connecting with. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, It's a bit early, it's a bit early. Turkey hunting season is just on the horizon, and I'm trying to convince my buddies like let's make it a family turkey hunting season and let's make it two weeks earlier than the season actually opens and just yeah. you know spend the next month out on the yeah. on the land but it might be a bit too a bit too chilly uh chilly for that but well you, do you tap trees do i have trees do you tap trees oh uh okay. not turkey hunting but i do uh help out with some some sap harvesting because it's already time for that it's time so, to harvest some sap yeah yeah I've but that, that's like exactly. a community thing though, I, you know, do, I mean, to your point is that do we, you know, these activities are happening, but often they're like community activities. So mm -hmm. should you not be doing those? Um, yeah, I mean, sapping is a, like a, usually people get together to do that, right? I know people do get together for all of our things. All of our ceremonies are collective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw one person on social media call the virus a Wendigo. Uh, I'm not sure I'd go that far. A Cree or no? They were Anishinaabek. Uh, hmm. I have other Anishinaabek friends besides you. I don't. I don't know. I. I no. I don't. Hmm. Uh, that, might, that one might be a stretch. It might be a stretch. I mean, maybe it's a Wendigo in the sense that, you know, this this particular virus emerges from, you know, maybe the poor treatment of animals. Uh, and in that sense, you could say that this is, you know, humanity turning evil.
evil, some element of humanity turning evil, and that results in Wendigo-istic characteristic. I, I don't know, it's a bit of a stretch for me. I have to think about that more. Well, we're almost done. <clears throat> almost done. Easy, I'm going to... I'm going to put some Abner J. You ever listen to Abner J? I'm so depressed. No. Uh, put some Nina Simone on this playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, maybe just some classic res. You know, we'll get some George Strait. Mm-hmm. Some uh, Hank. Some Hank Williams. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the... Mm-hmm. And then some Kesha. Get some Kesha. Well... And you know what? Well, whatever happens... Creation will be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see if this podcast makes it into the light of day. Yeah, maybe Eric won't want to touch the thing because yeah. we've like, been in Toronto and who knows what happens. It's true. And I did um, buy um, antibacterial wipes and cleaned out the inside of the car before you got in it this afternoon. I appreciate so that. I appreciate that's that. definitely happened. And we do have hand sanitizer in the podcast mobile now so right, we're right right you know. that's what we need care-based approaches to uh yeah. uh infection control mm-hmm. um all right well we'll uh, what's the point of surviving the apocalypse if all the people you care about don't survive too it's true it's a very good way of putting it mm-hmm. that's it yeah all right i think that's the end and uh this podcast will probably be outdated by the time it uh comes mm-hmm. into the world because who knows what will Oh yeah. We didn't even then. talk about all the non-COVID things that are going crazy. Those like monkey gang fights. Monkey gang fights. And locusts. The locusts. Oh, like. Man. Yeah. Shit, shit's wild. Shit's it's wild. the apocalypse. Be careful out there, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. Be kind. Share. Uh, be safe. You've been listening to the Red Road Podcast. Created by Courtney Sky and Hayden King. Sound and audio editing by Humble Man Recording. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. I've been driving in my Indian car to the pound of the wheels drumming in my brain. My dash is dusty.